money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Okay, midsummer. Oh, Nobody's really ready to talk. It's past midsummer. Oh, okay. Mid-August. It's past your fifty. Mid, mid, it's past your 50th birthday. Okay. So How are you feeling? We have to bring that up again. Of course, the whole month of August. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's my prerogative. Okay, here we go. <laughs> hey, you Moving rubbed right it along. in all year last year when I turned 50, so yes, it's your turn. Yes, but in this COVID season, anything <laughs> no, that we no, celebrate no, 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 you know, no. gets pushed to next no. year, so I'm not really celebrating my 50th birthday till next no, year. No, that's not how that works. Okay. Well, we invited, I, I, we even invited Ray on here uh, to celebrate uh, and to rub okay. it in a he little likes bit. two years to celebrate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's, to let's be an, oh, you want up. me to tell you you're an old man for two years straight? I can do that. Oh, <laughs> Dan, producer Dan, I think we're going to restart the show again because it's already out of control. So, Well, welcome to the show. Welcome to Midsummer. We're, as you can tell, little relaxed here. Uh, welcome to the show, Ray Borg. Um, who is regular guest. If you haven't uh, listened to any of the shows or our shows in the past, Ray is a, is a regular guest on the show. Uh, you can find all the shows on morethanenough.ca, chri.ca, and notmine.ca, which is, uh, that's from uh, Financial Discipleship Canada, which is the or- organization that uh, Ray leads and and brings resources to the Christian community. So notmine.ca, again, you can get the podcast there and a whole lot more. So that's fun. So welcome to the show. Like I said, we're, as you can tell, pretty relaxed, although the topic today is maybe not as relaxed as uh, it's a pretty, pretty big topic. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So do you want to lead off with the verses, Reb, or should... Sure. No, I'll I'll do that. Um, So we were headed in one direction, and all year we've been thinking we would talk with Ray about the parables Jesus spoke, and we've been all over the map a little bit. We we, we are still in scripture, though. That's Mm -hmm. a good thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But with COVID (laughs) happening, I feel like a lot of things have... uh, I don't know, been turned topsy-turvy. Anyway, so we were going to head in one direction, and um, I was out in the heat last week for a walk and praying, and I just sensed the words from the Lord that said, return to me, return to your first love. And of course, that made me think of uh, Revelation 2, and I'm just going to read it. It is not light and fluffy for summer, but... um, I believe God's calling us in this uh, difficult season. You know, after all that's happened in the last few weeks, again, globally, um, you know, there are just some hard things. And I, as we were talking about the show this morning, we were talking about joy, we were talking about sorrow and the sorrows we experience. And yet, um, I think the Lord has some keys for us about returning to Him and returning to joy in the midst of the difficulty 
that we're experiencing. So this is what it says to the church of Ephesus. These things says he who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstands. I know your works, your labor, your patience, and that you cannot bear those who are evil. And you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not, and have found them liars. And you've you've persevered and have patience and have labored for my name's sake and have not become weary. Nevertheless, I have this against you, that you left your first love. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the first works, or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. But this you have, that you hate the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give to eat from the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. And so I just want to point out that this passage is about money. How is that passage? Uh, that's what I was just pointing out. <laughs> hey, you bugged me about this for three or four years now. Like, can we move on? Uh, and this is why I let you read the scripture for the most time, because I'm reading it through as we're preparing. And, and this is you know, a lot to do with it, money, because Jesus said you cannot serve God and mammon. Mm-hmm. And he's saying here, it's great you do all these good things, but you have fallen. You have fallen far because you haven't, you've forsaken your first love. And Jesus told us as well, if you can't serve God and serve him only, you can't serve both. Mm-hmm. So this is, has a lot to do with money. Good. Well, Not I, we directly. were looking for that connection. So there Give it me is. A heart. I'm okay. going to get feisty on you if you're going to be too hard on Ray, me. Oh, Ray is going to jump in at any moment to, to referee the conversation here. But So I, I, I a little you, facetious, see, I a little bit, a little are. bit, yes, of course, to say that, yes, this is a this is huge passage about what's important to us, right? In the sense of, we doing all of the right things, like like the the passage is saying. You're doing all the right things. You've got, but there's something not right around the heart issue. And this is the show where we talk around the heart issues around money. So you know, just tying some of that together. So thank you, Reb, for <laughs> for tying that together for me. So. And I, why does the Lord want to remind us of returning to our first love? And I think this is an individual. Uh, I think uh, a checking of our hearts. Like I don't, I can't tell you, David, whether you've re- lost your first love. I can't. I know very well in our marriage if things are getting a little cool. I, you can, you totally know that. Anyone who's married out there knows that you know. And you can do all the right things for me, but if you're not speaking my language, then. Like we have to do some going going back. We need to go on a date. Mm-hmm. We need to do something that we used to do that sparked interest in one another instead of just slogging through all the daily chores. And I think it's the same with the Lord. Mm-hmm. I don't well, know. With that, I mean, you just read those verses there, but in verse four, in in another version, it says, "You have forsaken the love you had at first. Mm-hmm. Well, and that really fits with what you were just saying. It's like you know. So, what? How excited was our heart first when we mm-hmm. got in love with the Lord, mm-hmm. and then how we responded out of that, or when we met our spouse, mm-hmm. how excited we were. But uh, just that sense you've lost it, 
And we all know um, good marriages nurture relationships and nurture love and Mm -hmm. know each other's love languages and you know what pleases, what excites and that kind of stuff. But as I heard you just talking, Rebecca, just that sense too, okay, Father, what is it? Mm -hmm. We can get so legalistic in our approach to our management of finances that we miss the heart of it. And I think that's, I think that's such a, that's certainly one of the things that on my heart was, is it's, it's that caution. Uh, And I, I know in a lot of the conversations I've had over the years with with couples as we're going through the coaching, um, and it's not a a guy girl thing. It's a, well, you know, we're just, we're just managing the money. I'm being technical. And one partner is trying to be technical and the other partner is, is, is not, They're, they're like, well, great, but like we're we're going to we're going to you know kind of follow all the steps and what's the point, right? So so there's kind of connecting the two, and I think there there's a lot to that when we talk about money. Is is it's not just about the technical as important as the technical is. You know, we need to learn to live on less than we make. Yep, that takes some math that takes some some watching that takes some 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 intentional strategic financial dates right like there are some principles that we can follow but if they're not done with uh, an attitude of love or mixed in with love or then um, and you know I was thinking back to okay so how did you know the first love fit into my, our money story well when Reb and I first met you know, I was single, working, had lots of cash, and I spent lots of it on Rebecca, right? So the, the, the use of my money was directly connected to <laughs> what was going on in my heart, right? I mean, it was. You're wooing her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? But now, a little bit later, I'm like, okay, so I don't want to get lost in the technical stuff, but there's a lot more competition for the finances. So some of the things I'd love to buy and do for Reb I have to check. I have to go, oh, I can't do that right now. Again, if we get lost in that and we keep saying no, or we, then that's, I think, how that erodes that, that, that love within, even within our finances and how, how, it, how it comes out. Because, again, we know that when I look at the checkbook, where we spend our money, that's, that's really a, a good example of where our focus is, where our, what's important to us. You were going to say something, right? I was just thinking about how I, for my birthday this year, I specifically said to you, please don't buy me something practical. Mm-hmm. I, I want something that expresses to me how you feel about me in our, like intimately in our relationship. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know what the Lord's asking of us in here. I mean, we're kind of exploring this topic mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. You know, what is, I was thinking also of the widow with two mites. I mean, we did that a few months ago. We talked about that story and how she loved and gave all she had. And it, it's not about the dollar amount, but it is about, you know, I think, you know, you think of all these verses that we've talked to people about all these years, you know, you know, decide in your heart what you're going to give mm-hmm. and then give it cheerfully. Right. So he, he, he doesn't 
you know, that's, I guess it's all part of our expression to the Lord. And he, he's, he's, you know, it's great to do the right thing because we've talked about that in the season, do the next right thing. But this adds a whole other dimension to it. If you do it without love, you're just a clanging symbol, right? right? If you're not doing mm-hmm. it with, with that, with the heart and, and think, of, our, of love in mind. I think it's such a big deal, though, because, you know, God is looking at the heart and he's, he's you know, again, we go back to the parable of the, the talents and the last guy, you know, buries it. Well, what's, you know, what's really going on there? That's a hard issue. I know that you're a, a taskmaster and, 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 you know, again, just looking at that and going, why did he got his, like, the, the, the owner got his money back. Why did he, he discipline that third uh, servant so harshly? I think it's connected to this topic we're talking about today, that there was there was a kind of a, well, yeah, there's no love in what, you, what you've done. Well, and then, and see, it's like a spaghetti braining. I have to let Ray talk for a minute, uh, in a minute. But, you know, then you go to the verse, you know, um, which has been on my mind a lot this year. Because of the evil around us, the love of many has grown cold. Mm-hmm. You know, because of, mm-hmm. of those, there's an, I don't even know where that is. It's somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think about that and how do we keep our hearts in the midst of what's happened mm-hmm. in Beirut a little while ago, in the midst of loss, and that, you know, for us, I like we're in the midst of people, like the last, I was just going through how many people I've lost mm-hmm. in the last two years. There, like, there's a lot of grief happening in my little heart. And how do you keep that? How do you keep? like passion for the Lord and we're all different personalities. So what, what your first, what you did at first is different, maybe David than what I did at first with the Lord. Like it's expressed differently because we're different people. So like, we're not coming up with a formula again today for what this looks like, but why does the Lord want to remind us Ray of this in this season in particular? Why is he saying return to what you did at first? Because I believe that this—that's the message for us this August, twenty twenty. I'm—that's a good question. <laughs> I mean, I think there are moments in life where I feel, even um, this past week, just being reminded there are times when we need to hit the pause button. Mm-hmm. And and when I say that, I mean, I mean I just not mean just to go into the dead zone. <laughs> But actually to kind of take a step back and, as it says in verse 5, consider mm-hmm. that whole thing where you actually take a 30,000-foot view of life and mm-hmm. say, okay, so what's really going on here and where's my heart? And I, I, for me, this is where I, I feel like this scripture really ties into the whole thing. So, yes, I may have been given diligent. I may be stewarding it well to the degree I know that. Mm-hmm. But is my heart in it? Mm-hmm. Is it my is my motivation right? Am I doing it out of legalism, uh, out of religiousness, or meeting the letter of the law? Uh, is have I lost my joy mm-hmm. in stewarding what the Lord's entrusted to me and how I'm spending my money? And and as you say that, I keep hearing the Lord say in my heart and mind, the key to the joy that is is that we are all looking for in the midst of all this uncertainty globally is me. Mm. And if you've lost it, come back to what you used to do. Yeah. And and it, it 
I mean, you and I, David, joke around a lot about, you know, what does that have to do with money? Mm-hmm. But really how we deal with money, how we deal with relationships, anything in life will flow out of how we are returning to, to God every day. And it's not just, you know, so if anybody's listening out there and you feel cold, if you feel full of grief, go, go, what did you do? What did you do when you first came to the Lord? Or maybe you're like me and it was a process over years because you grew up in a Christian home and you think, well, I don't know. I don't, what did I do? Well, wh- what brought you joy in the Lord? What, what brings you joy? Is it worship? Is it prayer? Mm-hmm. Is it going for a walk in the, what Brian Dirksen always said, like he never could sense God's presence in a church pew, but put him in nature. So if that's where you find him, if that's right. where you sense him quicker and easier, go to that place. Yeah, and I, and I think there's there's something to you know this scripture and and you know, what you're saying just about that whole idea of we just need to reevaluate. Um, again, maybe not the tasks or the way you spend money or where money's spent, but maybe the, looking at it from the perspective of a of a different heart. Uh, I think. You know, when I read through the the passages here in in Revelation, and I was sitting there trying to receive it as the church people would have, and there was part of me that that went, "Well, I don't understand. We're doing all the right things, right? So, what are you talking about? Returning to my first love? Like, like we're doing all the right things? And and so there was part of me that had this kind of like pushback to say really like i know you're the one who walks among the lampstands with seven stars in your hands right like that picture in and of itself is, is pretty awesome but like what are you talking about returning to my first love i'm doing the right things and you know he ends of course the passage by saying you know he who has an ear let him hear and i thought okay so when i'm sitting here receiving this from this passage and i look at my finances I could have that same response. Well, you know, we're not going into debt and we're we're giving to the church and we're and we're and we're and and is Jesus just saying and Reb this is more pointed at you as you were, you know, is Jesus just saying, "Hey, I want you to reevaluate from a different perspective. You've lost your first love in the area of your finances. How do you reintegrate that mm-hmm. in? What does that look like? You need to reevaluate the the now what you're doing." And say, let's look at it from a different perspective. And and that might take some time as going back to you might have to walk together, go for a, a walk in the in you know, wherever you meet with the mm-hmm. Lord and ask the Lord, Lord, is there something? Not that I need to do different, because maybe it's not about the doing of the different, but maybe it's about thinking about it from a different perspective. You know, I keep thinking of your words just a few minutes ago, Reb, about it flows out of relationship. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And if it's not out of relationship, then you've lost touch with what it is actually that we're all doing and right. enjoying life. I keep thinking, you know, with the pandemic and stuff, I think of the Israelites when they were in exile in Babylon. Mm. And the prophet said, you know what? 
go on with life. Mm. I haven't changed. The Lord has not changed and all in the midst of that. So mm. as you said, if I'm enjoying relationship, if I'm worshiping him, if I'm getting alone with him, out of that then flows life and my perspective then gets realigned in the whole area of finance. This is not out of duty or obligation, mm. but out of relationship, then the joy can be released back again. So I'm wondering if we've lost our joy in our giving, if there's something out of alignment with his right. heart. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's a question that we all have to ask, and we all can ask, even in the midst of the pandemic. Like, he, he's still, I, I keep going back to what, you know, months ago, I say to Dave, everyone was asking, well, what do you recommend now? And Dave's like, well, his word is still his word. <laughs> it hasn't changed. We could still be applying what he says. And in this case, if it's on his heart to encourage us, return to me. You know, return to me. I, I mean, and I, I um, when we prepare for the show, I, I create notes and we have discussion about it. So we just don't come on here cold turkey all the time, but um, <clears throat> maybe occasionally. But um, but Isaiah 30, and I was talking to Ray about that, you know, in repentance and rest and quietness and trust, you know, um, you know, return to me for that's where your salvation is. That's Isaiah 30. 30, 30 verse 15 around there but then it's interesting because the next verse is this beautiful verse and i know um, i've mentioned brian before but brian wrote years ago as a worship song he wrote this worship song about that verse but then it says you go on from isaiah 30 and god says but you would have none of it you went and relied on your horses and your chariots and all that stuff and you didn't you wouldn't come to me in repentance and rest and and you pointed out before we even went on air verse 5 ray do you want to read that again and there's three points there really well in this version which is a little different than what you read it said consider how far you have fallen so how far away have we moved from our first love repent which would be the second thing and then third would be do the things you did at first so he i feel like the lord's inviting us into that place consider where you are in your giving in your finances repent of the things where you've lost the heart of it mm-hmm. his heart and then begin to change and do some things some practical things that suddenly realize okay lord when does it that will, will release joy in you mm-hmm. then will release joy in me and like we said before for for me it's something different than it is for david like we're just different personalities it, it's it's really it is goes sure. back to if i Okay, we were joking about your 50th birthday, and we're talking about my birthday. Well, there's certain things I know I like for my birthday, and if he brings me a bread maker for my birthday, I, you know, some of you (laughs) men or women out there would love a bread maker for your birthday. Like, more power to you, but... I resisted. I'm going to just declare this. I resisted the temptation to buy you the dishwasher for your birthday. Yeah, you know, (laughs) and you wise and... My birthday was a month ago, and he wrote me a love poem and bought... Anyway, he brought me a significant um uh representation of that of Mm -hmm. that poem and uh something in our relationship that has meant a lot over the years so that was like he was over he did really well and then what else oh and then he you bought me a piece of jewelry which Mm -hmm. is like yeah that check mark check the boxes Mm -hmm. and i resisted (laughs) we you know we we got the dishwasher much later but i didn't connect it to your birthday i'm kind of you know it's maybe a silly thing to compare but i'm thinking like jesus is like yeah i don't i don't want the bread maker guys Mm -hmm. i like you're doing all the bread maker kind of things you're you're testing your 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 labor you're patient you're not giving up but like 
why don't we go for a walk? Why, do, you, do you want to pick me some flowers? Like, I know that sounds silly, but maybe, maybe he wants to engage us on a level of passion, joy, love. I'm, for me, obviously, that's different. For Dave, if I would, I'm, now I did write him a poem for his birthday, mm-hmm. uh, which was quite nice. Um, but for him, we did some other things that had to do with service. He wanted us all helping around the house and working for a day. And that was his birthday gift, one of them. Like, he just loves being with us when we're working. So for you, that was totally... So out of your... I'm just saying this because out of your relationship with the Lord, it's going to look different. How you give financially is going to is going to look different for you than it is for me because you're unique to... And with him, so I don't know, I don't know if that's right or not, but I think I'm thinking. So that. I mean, one of the questions that we have to ask is, is 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 a little bit the how question. So how do we live our lives motivated by love, and not the 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 tasking of money, if you want to say, or the the doing of money, right? Because again, we we can relate this to a number of areas in our life. You know, the gift given without love is missing something. We've just been talking about the birthday gift, right? And and so when we're talking about finances, the finances done without love, and I think, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's a little bit what we're talking about here today is, is the finances done without love is just missing something, right? It's it's not quite complete. And that's the encouragement of, of what the, the, the passages in Revelation are saying is, is you know, listen, you, you've done, but remember your first love, right? Go back to that. Now you need to repent. You need to change it. You need to, to, to go do the thing that you did before because... Because it's going to flow out in your finances. It is. Mm-hmm. Right? What do you think, Ray? It, it, it you know what? I just had a thought, Dave, as you were talking there about, do we sometimes give with strings attached? You're just talking about your relationship and the simplicity not wanting the bread maker or the dishwasher, that kind of stuff. <laughs> so sometimes, like, you know, we have this expectation, well, if I tithe, then, Lord, you're going to open up the heavens and you're going to release blessings there. Like, you know, we treat God as kind of like a slot machine. Well, I put in this, I'll get mm-hmm. this. And that's, we've lost the heart again. It's like, Lord, help us to just be joyful in our giving without any expectations of receiving or being blessed or anything, because we just want to bless you, just Mm -hmm. because our love wants to reciprocate. You've given this all to me. I'm just giving it back to you. So how much, Mm -hmm. as one question said, um, I read recently, a couple asked the Lord and said, so how much do you want to pay us for managing your money? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. So it's just an interesting question. So, um, yeah, so Lord, where are we at in our journey? Mm Mm-hmm. Interesting. I mean, I, I, yeah, it's just an interest, some interesting thoughts about reevaluating, looking at it from a different perspective, uh, you know, in terms of, of even just taking a three month kind of, uh, picture and this is getting a little bit practical here at the end to just say okay go into your bank account i know most of the banks now have the the nice pie charts where they can say this is how your money got divided up right and you can say okay that's the thirty thousand foot level really easy to do and go well what is lord what is that saying like i'm gonna bring that pie chart before you and let's talk about the pie chart yeah what would you say about the pie what chart, would you lord? say about the pie chart lord like are gonna ask together what would you say about the pie chart lord and and see what he see what the response of the lord is on that right so there's there's a lot to this discussion <laughs> and, there is. There, yes. and different layers because mm-hmm. it i mean we don't 
you don't want to be legalistic in our relationship with the Lord, you know, and maybe he is asking just for a bouquet of flowers. Like, Mm -hmm. and what does that look like? You know, that's a metaphor, but what does that look like for you? Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes he's just frivolously abundant. And I mean, maybe we can end with that. You know, we did talk about that woman in the alabaster jar. She broke it all. The practical part was, you know, um, Judas saying, why isn't she selling it and giving it to the poor? And you're like, and he said to us, you know, but you have the poor with you always. You don't have me always. And that was an abundant, extravagant love gift. Mm -hmm. And is that how we're pouring ourselves out at the feet of Christ? Mm -hmm. So, Father, that's a question that's Mm open-ended. And sometimes these shows we have uh, present more questions than answers. So for each of us individually, as couples, as families, uh, would you direct us in this season to mm-hmm. return to what we did at first and our passion for you uh, so that we can receive the joy of loving you and giving in the mm-hmm. midst of the stress of what this world uh, is right now. Mm-hmm. We just ask for your mercy in this. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, yeah, like I said, it is a, uh, there's a whole bunch of things there that, uh, that, we can kind of go over review and uh, you know i think the the encouragement um i think that while you were praying reb the thought came to me default to love so you know if if there's a default that that we can have in our finances mm-hmm. let's default to love uh, and again i don't know what that really looks like i don't know how to define that maybe we'll do another show on that but i, I think that's a that's a great way to end this show is just simply to, to go if you're in your finances, um, let's whether it's a discussion with your spouse or or, or an anxiety or a figuring out of uh, a surprise or an emergency that's coming out. Why don't you write at the top of the page whenever you're you're having that discussion? Let's default to love, and let's start with that as the the beginning place of our financial discussions or or decisions or or where we're at in our finances. And just see how the Lord speaks to you. And and I pray that you'll have ears to hear. And you can join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.